that my lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Amen. I know that when I first uh, loaded up my trailer and came to Mississippi, I never dreamed I would stay in Mississippi. <laughs> and uh, probably after I got here, if I'd known the Lord was going to leave me here, I might have just turned around and come back home. How I felt about Mississippi at that time. But I, I'm thankful that the Lord knows. And I'm so very blessed and thankful I don't have what you say what was that song you don't have any don't have any regrets or wouldn't take nothing from wouldn't take nothing from, yeah that's right wouldn't take nothing from a journey now God's been good and I'm so thankful for God's hand in our life he places us where he wants to place us he gives us what he wants to give us and we endeavor to serve him the best we can amen he is He's our God. Amen. You have your Bible. Stand with me. Let's read from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 24 through verse 29. Amen. Hallelujah. We do need to pray for Olivia and uh, Braden and those that are, I know Summer Grace has been sick as well. Is that right? She, she, she's feeling better, isn't she? I think I texted with your mother. Yeah, glad Brother Brody's feeling better. I told him we really missed him Sunday. Uh, I had to do the announcements, and I, I left a little to, to be desired. He won't be here Sunday either, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tough it out until you get back. Amen. Hebrews 11 and verse 24. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians assayed to do, were drowned. Amen. And for just the next little while, my title is, This World is Not My Home. Amen. Say that with me. This world is not my home. Amen. You can be seated. Amen. Lord Jesus, we ask you to touch every individual in this building that has a need. We pray you touch those that have been sick, Braden and, and uh, Olivia and Summer Grace. We pray for the Pastorellas. We pray for Sister Josie. We pray for Sister Keaton. Lord God, we pray for all of our church family today, wherever they may be scattered. We ask you, Lord Jesus, that you, oh God, would... Minister to them, Lord, as only you can. And everybody said in Jesus' name. Moses. It is important for us to understand that the experience of God's people that we read about in the Bible is an experience of challenge. I uh, had a, a, just a thought this morning 
how much of the Bible was written from a position of leisure, from a position of I'm so blessed, I don't have anything better to do than to write down the goodness of the Lord. And as I, I pulled up the list of the 66 books of the Bible, and I began to analyze, uh, no, no, and I, 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 Brother uh, BJ, I think I come to the conclusion that maybe three were written in a place of prosperity and ease, and that would be Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and the Song of Solomon. And a point could be made that what happened during the writing of those three books were the foundation of all the terrible things that followed from, those, from the reign of Solomon. And so the point is that, that from the fall... Uh, all the way to Moses and Moses and his life and the things that happened in the children of God. The children of God, uh, when you are a child of God, it's not a place that is full of leisure and joy, but it's a struggle. It's, it's, a, it's a journey. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's something that is in us. Uh, there is a battle of, of, of the enemy. There is the struggle against life. There is the challenge of circumstance. It is the pressure of family. You see it all throughout Scripture. There is a, uh, it is important to contextualize. That's my $20 word tonight. To contextualize what we read in the Scripture. It is written in times of trouble. It's written in the times that some would be stressed. But in the midst of that, the Word of God is written. The Word of God is, is manifested God's provision is seen. God's protection is experienced. And it's important for us to understand that, that we find strength and we have hope today because the things that were written uh, were about people and to people and from people going through difficult times. And in comparison, our struggle Though it may be heavy, it's not as difficult as it could be. Now, now, every person's burden is a burden to them, right? If you grew up in a, I want to say gated community, if you grew up in, in an estate, in a castle, and, and, and your baby spoons were gold and your and 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 your 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 baby bowls were gold, and 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 you 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 were raised in just the, the the very lap of luxury. There are people today that billionaires have children. I think Elon Musk has seven or eight. Those kids, they have great luxury. But I would say to you, every one of them, in their life. They will say, I'm, they will say, I've got troubles. I've got problems. Because a burden is a burden to the person that's carrying the burden. Now, someone could look at them and say, well, that ain't nothing. I'm having a hard time uh, 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 paying for this or doing this. But, but I, So I, I don't want anybody to think that I am minimizing your struggle. Your struggle's real. But I want you to understand 
that, that it is in the struggle where we find God to be God in our life. God is God to the rich. God is God to the poor. In fact, I think I could make a point that God is God to the righteous and God is God to the wicked. The Bible says that He reigns on the just and the unjust. He causes the sun to shine on the wicked and the righteous. He is a God that is God to everyone. He's a good God. He's merciful. Amen. If the devil had his will, he would take us out like that. I never cough when I preach. Or hardly ever. I might need some water. Somebody find a little bit. Uh... It is, it is in this, this, uh, this, this idea that, that, that causes us to hope for a better day. Brother Nate, Grandpa, has got something he, he's wanting to volunteer. I, I, I could have had him toss it to us. Amen. It's just water. Amen. But that's all right. Here, let's see if, if you can throw it. I'll see if I can catch Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And I read this in your scripture, in the scripture, uh, that that Moses, Moses was raised in the courts of Pharaoh. Moses was the most powerful man. In the whole wide world, the richest man in the whole wide world, he was his grandson. He he was materially blessed. He had the best education. He had the best opportunity. He had the best of privilege. But even in that place of great favor, if you will, many people would say the blessings were upon his life. It wasn't until he was 40 years old that finally there came a crisis of conscience, uh, whether it was what his, uh, uh, his real mother said to him, in the songs, the lullabies she sang to him as she weaned him. Uh, but but uh, the bottom line is that, that the, the mother that gave him birth was a Hebrew, but the woman that provided shelter and food and clothing and identity He was called Moses because his Egyptian mother called him Moses. And so this this man, he was a young man, but at 40, you're you're not not necessarily young anymore. Not that that would apply to any former young men here today. Amen. And at at the age of 40, he, he had a crisis of conscience. And, 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 And that... That had to tear at him. Because he saw injustice taking place. And he, he endeavored to try to, 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 to stop the Egyptian from, from harming the Hebrew slave. And in the process, he murdered an Egyptian. And he, he looked around. and I believe the Bible says he hit him in the sand. I either read that. I might have saw it on the... Prince of Egypt, hallelujah. (laughs) Be that as it may, he murdered in the process of trying to protect someone. He killed an Egyptian. 
And, and a few days later, he sees a, 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 a disagreement between two Hebrews, and he steps in to be a peacemaker, and they, they know about what he's done. And they say, oh, you going to do for us what you did to him? And he realizes he's about to be found out. I'm a, I'm a, there, there is a, a moment where he had to choose, and I think it's interesting to say, interesting to what the Scripture says, that... that by faith, when he was come to years, there came a point in his life that he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God. What was he choosing? He wasn't choosing, well, well instead of working for uh, uh, Tesla, I'm going to go work for Google. He is... He is choosing to leave the, the courts of royalty to identify with people in chattel slavery. They are slaves. They have no self-determination. They have no ability to create wealth. They, they are bound and their life is demanded by the people in whom he's been living with. And at some point he had an epiphany where he said, I refuse to be an Egyptian. He refused it. I'm not, I am not my mother's son. <laughs> Why did he do it? Choosing. Rather, he chose. He didn't just choose to help. The scripture says he chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Somebody sent me a text this week about that. Pleasure of sin for a season. That that's for 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 for. For Moses, sin, we don't know what all he was involved in, but I would suggest to you that for him to continue as, a, as, as an Egyptian would have been a sin because the Lord gave him a revelation that you are not an Egyptian. You are a Hebrew. You are a child of Abraham. And rather than living in the pleasures and the, the benefits of Pharaoh, he chose to, 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 to refuse that. And the Bible says he esteemed the reproach of Christ. Greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. Because he had respect. He had an awe. He had a sense of value. He, he, he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. He knew there's a payday coming someday. It may be hard now, but it'll be better tomorrow. Amen. Amen. And we... We, we see in this life of Moses, <laughs> you could almost hear him say, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And I can't feel at home in Egypt no more. And he, he left Egypt. The Bible says that he went to the uh, wilderness in Midian. And for another 40 years, he, he went from somebody to nobody. He went from somewhere 
to nowhere. He, 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 he attached himself to a prophet in Midian and he married a daughter of Midian and, and there he just was a menial laborer, just a, a shepherd on some dry, uh, uh, desolate place, just uh, subsisting, living. And, and you got to imagine you're sitting there and when you used to have people, you know, you see those pictures of, you know, in the Bible drawing books, they have those uh, big leaves and you're sitting there in your throne and they're waving the fans. And he, you got to imagine he's sitting there in the heat wishing he had something to drink and he thinks about where he was. And, and I just think there was something inside of him said, Amen. I may not enjoy where I'm at right now, but I'm glad that I am not in the pleasure of sin. I would rather... I would rather be in a difficult place living for God than be in an easy place living for the devil. Amen. Every one of you, if you live for God any period of time, the devil will come sometimes and try to whisper in your ear and say, oh, this is a hard life. You wouldn't have to fight so hard if you just wouldn't live for God. But, but Moses had an understanding, and I believe I'm talking to people tonight that have that same understanding. Amen. I'm so glad that God chose me, that, that God filled me, that God called me, that God loves me, and I would rather be in difficulty with God than to be at ease in Egypt. Amen. The Bible says, by faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. You know, there's a lot of things that aren't written in the scripture, but we can infer things based on what is written in scripture. The scripture says that what motivated him to flee Egypt is that there was something happened to him that was more than just, just a lullaby from his Hebrew mother, but he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Amen. I, I'm so thankful today that God has a way of getting to us and showing us things that, that, that you can't listen to on the radio, you can't pull up on a podcast, you can't watch on YouTube. Amen. Nobody else can talk to you, tell you, but there are some things that come to us from God. God speaks to us in, 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 while we pray. God, God speaks to us when we sleep. God, God encourages us when we drive down the road. Amen. Where would we be today if the Lord didn't still talk to people today? The Lord is still there, and though we may not see Him, we, we, we see that which is invisible. We talk to Him in whom we cannot touch because the Lord has made Himself real to us. Amen. And, and, and it, it's, it's this un, un, un indescribable element of faith that causes us. Paul said it. If I had hope in this life only, I would be of all men most miserable. Well, Paul, what are you talking about? I, well, you know, I don't really know. You know, uh, I have not seen, 
ear hath not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man all that God has prepared for them that love him. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when we see him, we will be like him. I can't describe it to you, but something inside of me says, Amen, God has something for me that's better than what this world has for me. And it doesn't matter what the fight may be. It doesn't matter how many times I may have to just do all I can to pray through. Amen, it's worth, amen, I would take nothing from a journey now. Amen. Got to make it to heaven somehow. Though the devil tempts me and tries to turn me around. He's offered everything that's got a name. All the wealth I'd want. Worldly fame. Still I wouldn't take nothing. Could, yeah. Tell me from a journey now. Amen. I also heard it said I wouldn't take nothing from a Jersey cow. But that's another sermon. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm so glad that the Lord knows where we're at. God knows what we're dealing with. Hebrews 11, speaking of of Abraham, by faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs of him of the same promise, I love this. For he looked for a city which hath foundation, (laughs) whose builder and maker is God. Think about that in terms of Moses. More than likely, the pyramids were there when Moses fled Egypt. The Sphinx and all the glory of Egypt. And he fled that place. Because that Abrahamic faith, his great-grandfather, that same spirit, he said, you know what? I'm looking for a city that is built of God. And can I tell you tonight, amen, I have that same spirit, you have that same spirit that causes us to pray in faith, to to believe in faith, to, to walk in faith, to give in faith, to do the things that we do in faith because we have tapped into a supernatural economy that causes us to value things that we cannot see, to believe in things we cannot explain, and to hope for things that that are, uh, we are unable to utter because this world is not my home. Sing it with me. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh Lord, you know I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, then Lord, what will I do? Angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Just over in glory land, we'll live eternally. The saints on every hand are shouting victory. Their songs of sweetest praise drift back from heaven's shore. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. 
Oh, Lord, you know. Sing it with me. I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, then, Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Amen. Amen. Some of you may not know, but yesterday there was an election. And there was a lot of sad people in this world. Of someone I, I cannot, whether I knew them in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. But I heard about someone that wasn't exactly happy about what happened. This world is not my home. I'm just, you know, I was reading tonight. Uh, I opened up a Bible, just opened it up and it said, Amen, the Lord is the King of Kings. And the Lord of Lords, amen, he is the king of glory, amen. I'm so glad that, that we know, <laughs> amen, there's a lot of people voting for the devil, amen. I want to serve the Lord. I want to surrender to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. And I, 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 I believe that, 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 that I am not alone when I say I have laid up treasures in heaven. Amen. I believe that there are decisions we make that on this earth they would have a cha-ching. And when we say no to the cha-ching, amen, I think there, if it were possible for us to hear, there's, there is some spiritual treasure being laid up over there. And amen. And I, I just believe, I'd love to see if the Lord would open our eyes to see that that, that translation of what we do, amen, that may cost us something. And when we sacrifice it, we give it, amen, we, 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 we give it up, we walk away from it, and, and we say, no, Lord, I'm going to serve you. And, and that translation of, of loss here becomes something added there. Jesus said in John 14, <clears throat> Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, what's it say? I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there ye may be also and whither I go ye know and the way ye know Thomas of course asked the question and Jesus said I am the way you want to go to heaven just get in Jesus walk with Jesus talk with Jesus stay with Jesus love Jesus believe in Jesus obey Jesus amen and if you'll be in Jesus Jesus will take us all the way home someday somebody say praise God amen stand together